Hi, everyone, and welcome to the BNB Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda, and I've titled this episode, Devastating News, because I am truly devastated. All right, let's get started. It has definitely been a minute since I have spoken to all of you guys. I definitely miss y'all. Last episode, I told you about my trip to New Orleans and how excited that I was and that I was not going to miss it no matter what. We went to New Orleans. It was a blast. We had so much fun. The show was amazing. It was even more than I expected. If you're new to the show, my husband got me tickets to the live show of my favorite podcast, Watch What Crappens. And it was just, it was a blast. And we had dinner at Johnny Sanchez, which is Aaron Sanchez's restaurant. And it was delicious. I will be honest, I did get a little tipsy. I was drinking dirty martinis and I'm not a heavy drinker because I don't like the hangover. I I love to drink. I just don't like the hangover. (laughs) The older I get, the worse the hangovers get. So I don't drink that often, but I had a blast. Okay, moving on now. I do want to apologize for the episode being so delayed. I just have a lot going on in my personal life, to be honest. I'm not really ready to share it yet. I will, I'm sure, eventually. But right now, I'm not ready to share it. i just been going through a lot of stuff. And I do want to apologize because I did say this episode would be out Tuesday. But it's actually going to be out Wednesday. So, I do apologize for that. I got a call from my sister and she really needed me. She needed my help. So I just dropped everything and I wasn't quite done with all of the editing and putting everything together. So that is why it's out Wednesday instead of Tuesday. I do apologize again. I really, really appreciate all of you understanding and being loyal listeners. It really helps me to continue to put out the podcast. I do have some ideas that I think we could improve the show and also add some extra bonus content. I am working on it, so just hang in there. And I promise I am going to get back on a more regular schedule as soon as possible. We have a new Attic story that I want to share with you guys. This story is from Johanna H. from Sweden. And this is how she became an addict. One day, months ago, I was just zapping through the channels when I came across this typical daytime drama that I paused at just to sneer at it for a little while. The scene cut to a really good looking man. <laughs> using his young son to persuade a reluctant woman who somehow seemed equally distressed and allured by the situation. It was a bit befuddling. 
So I stayed for the episode just to learn more about the premise. In true soap opera style, though, the storytelling was so melodramatic and slow-paced that there wasn't any disclosure for me by the end of the episode. So, just to still my curiosity about that particular storyline, I decided to watch some of the previously aired episodes. Months later, not only am I up to speed and eagerly awaiting the new episodes, but I have actually caught up on roughly all that has gone down since 2018 when Steffi was expecting Kelly. Yeah, that's just sneering at a silly soap opera, isn't it? Also, with the characters' relations being so confusing, I obviously need to spend some time reading up on them and their baffling past. That is so true. Nothing you wouldn't spend 15 minutes on every now and then, right? But wait, there's more. When I'm not watching The Bold and the Beautiful or researching The Bold and the Beautiful, apparently I want to hear someone else talk about watching or researching the Bold and the Beautiful. That is how I found your podcast and how I finally acknowledged that I am a B&B addict with hopes of breaking free someday. Johanna from Sweden. That is hilarious and I totally feel your pain. I totally get it. It's like a drug. It sucks you in and you can't get out. It's a very love-hate relationship, but I totally get it. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast and for reaching out with your story, Johanna. I really appreciate it. I love to hear how other people became addicts. So make sure you send in your stories to my email or on any of my social medias. I'll put links at the bottom in the show notes. Now let's move on to the news. First, I want to say that my heart goes out to Allie Mills, who plays Pam. She lost her husband recently, Orson Bean, in a tragic car accident. It was so sad. And I'm sending all my love her way because I am sure that everyone at the BMB is devastated. Our next bit of news is very interesting because I was just talking about Bridget last episode. I love Bridget. And guess what? Ashley Jones is coming back. Here's the thing, though. I don't know for how long. I don't know if it's one episode or several. It does not say in any of the news articles. I am hoping that she's coming back to help Sally. That is what I'm hoping. That is my guess. I'm super excited because I love Ashley Jones and I love the character Bridget. So I was really happy to see that. The next thing I want to tell you guys about is Sean Kanan, who used to play Deacon on The Bold and the Beautiful, who is Hope's biological father, has a new show out on Amazon called Studio City. If you have Amazon Prime, it is free. And I really like it. I've watched the first two episodes. They are very short. They're like six to ten minutes. And very, very good and very funny. It's about a soap opera star and his 
difficulties in the business and in life in general. He's used to being the top dog, but and now he's getting older and he's not necessarily the top dog anymore. It is really good so far. And the reason I'm mentioning it is because I am thinking about recapping it and putting it out as bonus episodes. I know what you're thinking. You can't even get out the Bold and the Beautiful episodes on time. But like I said, it's a web series. So the episodes are very, very short. And I could recap several episodes in just one podcast episode. So I really want you guys to check it out and let me know what you think about it. I really think it could be a big hit. I think it's very, very interesting. And who doesn't love Sean Kanan, right? So check that out on Amazon and message me and let me know what you guys think about it. That is all the news that I have for this week because most of it was spoilers and you know I don't like doing spoilers. So enough with the chit chat. Let's get to the recap. Okay, here's what I decided to do. I'm going to recap all the weeks that I've been gone. January the 21st through the 24th was completely preempted. There was no episodes at all. I'm going to cover the week of January 27 through the 31st. Some of those were also preempted. February the 3rd through the 7th. February the 10th through the 14th. And then this last week, February the 17th through the 21st. And I've also added Monday's episode as a little bonus for you guys since the podcast is so late. Of course, I am not going to make you guys sit through every single day of the last five weeks. Alright, so I've broken down the most important things of each week. I do want to say it's a lot of content. This is going to be a big episode. And I do apologize in advance if I leave out anything that you think was very important. If I did, just send me a message and we can always talk about it next episode. So let's get into the week of January the 27th through the 31st. Wyatt talks to Quinn about breaking up with Sally, and Quinn is so happy she makes mimosas. Quinn has zero patience for Sally, right? Liam spends time with Steffi and Kelly. Thomas continues to pressure Steffi not to tell Liam the truth about the kiss, but Steffi feels really guilty, as she should. Sally goes to set the record straight with Flo about Wyatt because she wants Flo to back the hell off. But Flo quickly tells her that it's Wyatt's choice, not hers. And Sally has another shaking episode in front of Flo, which she just covers and says she didn't eat breakfast. At this point, I'm getting very nervous for Sally. Sorry about that ding. I thought I had my phone on silent, but apparently I do not. Eric tells Quinn that Shauna has to move out of the guest house ASAP, which infuriates her. She tells Shauna the news, and Shauna's very understanding about it. She doesn't want to cause trouble. Quinn assures Shauna that Brooke will not get away with this. Steffi is about to tell Liam the truth when, of course, Thomas comes in and stops her. Big surprise there, right? 
Brooke tells Hope all about what happened with Quinn, Shauna, and Ridge. And she is convinced Thomas is behind this whole thing somehow. Flo tells Wyatt about her encounter with Sally, which makes Wyatt really worried because he doesn't know what's going on with her. Steffi is also worried about Sally, and she tells her her health is more important than their line. Sally tells Steffi about what happened with Wyatt, and Steffi's advice is that Sally should fight for him. Quinn goes to see Ridge to get help with Brooke, and believe it or not, Ridge actually takes up for Brooke, and he also reminds Quinn about Brooke's drinking problem. Mistake. Big mistake. Ridge tells Steffi everything because he's worried about an all-out war between Quinn and Brooke. Brooke, again, goes to Eric's house to try to convince him to open his eyes about Quinn, that she's no good. Eric leaves, and of course, Quinn runs right into Brooke, and they argue about Eric again. They threaten each other. Brooke vows that she will get Quinn out of Eric's life for good. We all know how crazy Quinn is. And making enemies with her is a very, very bad idea. I don't know what Brooke is thinking. So, Brooke has a bottle of juice with her. And they're fighting. And they're going back and forth. And Quinn spies the liquor cart. While Brooke steps away to answer the phone, Quinn spikes Brooke's juice with vodka. And Brooke comes back. And they continue to fight. And Brooke says, once a raging big bitch always a raging bitch which i thought was pretty funny sally meets with dr pappas and her symptoms are headache dizziness and shakiness and she's worried that it might be serious and so am i while sally is at the hospital waiting on the doctor she runs into katie who offers to stay with her so she won't be alone and that is all of the highlights from that week so that brings us into the week of February the 3rd through the 7th. Quinn and Brooke continue fighting and Brooke drinks all of her spiked juice. She is convinced that Quinn is plotting against her. And in my opinion, she's mad at the wrong person. Quinn calls Brooke the slut from the valley in better clothes and kicks her out of the house. Liam and Wyatt have a brother chit-chat, and it's very clear that Wyatt is still in love with Flo. He said, and this is a quote, Flo is the love of his life. So there's our answer, right? Wyatt wants Flo, and Sally deserves better, in my opinion. Sally gets all of her tests ran, and now we have to wait. And Katie pushes her to tell Wyatt, but she refuses because she doesn't want his pity, and I don't blame her. Eric tells Ridge about Slapgate, and he is very upset about this war between Brooke and Quinn. And Eric, I love Eric, he cracked me up. He made me laugh so hard because he said to Ridge, I don't like to come home to Fight Club in my living room. That just cracked me up. 
That's a little dramatic, but I get where he is coming from. He is not an advocate of violence. Ridge assures him he will talk to Brooke and make her listen. Ridge does try to talk to Brooke and he wants her to leave Quinn out of it and to be mad at him instead because he's the one who did it. He is the problem and it's his fault. That's the truest statement I've heard Ridge say in a very long time. Steffi continues to feel guilty about the kiss and she almost tells Hope and Thomas is freaking out. Steffi is trying to minimize the kiss, but Thomas is in the background making things sound much worse. And Thomas tells Hope that they all have to put the kids first. And I'm like, wow, really, Thomas? Really? Thomas and Hope have a little bit of a bonding moment, which I don't like. He tells Hope that he still loves her. So then she asked him if he's still with Zoe. And he says, yes, but it's not serious yet interesting. Brooke stops by to see Liam and she tells him that Thomas is behind all of this somehow. She knows it. Liam agrees, but he does admit that he has to own up to the kiss because no one made him kiss Steffi. That is true. Sort of. Carter alert. (coughs) Carter flirts with Zoe and he warns her that Thomas is not trustworthy. And that she needs to be careful. Steffi and Liam continue to spend family time together with Kelly. Steffi continues to feel guilty about the kiss, but she continues to not say anything. Liam tells her it's not her fault and he lets her off the hook. And if he only knew. Then, out of the blue, Liam kisses her. And she was shocked. I am about to lose it with Liam. He says one thing, he does something else. Then he says another thing, he does the opposite. It's it's really great in my nerves. Wyatt visits Sally to remind her that they're still friends. And I don't like it. Like he keeps, it to me it's like mixed signals. Don't, you don't want her, but you won't leave her alone either. It's, I don't like it. It's messing with her head. And Katie also visits Sally and she again tries to convince her to tell Wyatt. But Sally refuses. Quinn and Shauna get together and they are so happy that Wyatt and Flo are back together. They are celebrating. Quinn tells Shauna that Sally needs to just get over it and move the hell on. Sally gets a phone call and her and Katie head to the hospital to get her test results. And that brings us to the end of that week. So let's move on to the week of February the 10th through the 14th. Sally and Katie are at the hospital getting her test results. We don't get to hear the actual diagnosis, but we do learn that it's very serious. She has something that is untreatable and all that they can do is keep her comfortable with medication. Sally is devastated. She's a complete wreck. And Katie is also absolutely horrified for Sally. And again, Katie urges Sally to tell Wyatt. But she really doesn't want to. And you gotta remember, she's in shock, right? I'm devastated myself. And I'm also in shock. 
we will talk about this more at the end of the episode. So let's move on. Quinn, Shauna, and Flo are celebrating the fact that Wyatt and Flo are back together. And Quinn is ruthless when it comes to Sally. She has zero empathy and zero sympathy for her. It's really sad. I'm thinking Brooke is right that Quinn is kind of being a bitch. First of all, even Flo and Shauna have sympathy for Sally. But Quinn is just not having any of it. Flo stops by to see Wyatt and he explains that he's really worried about Sally and it's obvious that Wyatt is happy with Flo and he wants to be with her, which whatever. I don't, I'm not really a fan, but whatever. So Wyatt tells Flo, look, I need to be there for Sally and Flo is completely okay with it. No problem whatsoever. Interesting. Over at Forrester, Zoe Thomas and Hope are all in the office and Hope is clearly upset. She tells Thomas that she can't stop thinking about Liam and Steffi's kiss. She is so over Liam and Steffi's connection. And Brooke walks in and is not happy that Hope is confiding in Thomas. Brooke quickly reminds Hope that she cannot trust Thomas and she should not let her guard down around him. Back with Katie and Sally... Katie is really worried about Sally. And this is where we learn that Sally has only one month to live. What the F? Okay? I was stunned. I am so sad. We also get some key words. Advanced stages. No treatment. Only can keep her comfortable. And it's so sad because Sally's crying. And she's saying that all she wanted was to know love and to get married and to have kids with Wyatt. And I'm like, I cannot. Please stop. Like, I'm crying at this point. Katie, again, pushes Sally to tell Wyatt, and she again refuses. And she forbids Katie from telling him or anyone else. Katie does agree that she won't say anything. Zoe and Carter flirt with each other again. And Carter tells Zoe that he likes Thomas as a designer, but he doesn't like his obsession with Hope. Agreed. Zoe assures him that it's over and Thomas is completely changed. But Carter is not convinced. But for her sake, he hopes that she's right. Vinny stops by Forrester to see Thomas. So now we get the truth. Right? Thomas admits to Vinny that he's doing all of this. Everything he's doing is so he can get Hope back. Thomas has a grand plan, right? That involves Douglas. Of course he does. Vinny quickly reminds him that it's not right to use his kid to trick Hope. It's wrong. And that he's going to end up hurting his kid. Doesn't he remember what happened last time? But, of course, Thomas doesn't listen because he doesn't care. As long as he gets what he wants, he does not care. He doesn't care who he hurts, as long as the outcome is what he wants. Katie goes to Spencer to see Bill, and she ends up telling him the truth about Sally. I have to say, in Katie's defense, I tell my husband everything, too, because we're best friends. So I wasn't surprised that she told Bill, 
when you're married, you should have that confidence between each other. I know that if I tell my husband something and I say, don't say anything, or this is just between us, then he's never going to say anything. And I think that she needed someone to talk to. So I don't blame her for telling Bill. What Katie is struggling with is that she thinks Wyatt should know. But Sally has sworn her to secrecy, so she's in a very difficult situation. Bill, of course, is in shock, like we all are, that Sally only has a month to live. And he's worried about Katie because she's still recovering. Wyatt comes into the office, and as soon as Katie looks at him, she immediately spills the beans. Like, it wasn't even two seconds. She tells him everything. And as you can imagine, he is floored. Like, he is so shocked. He's so upset. And he's even more hurt that Sally doesn't want him to know. What does he expect? Okay? Are you kidding me? You broke her heart twice. You left her twice for Flo. Like, She doesn't owe you anything, Wyatt. Sally is at work and she is having a really hard time. She's really not feeling well. Her symptoms are getting really, really bad. And Eric and Quinn come in to invite her to Zoe's surprise birthday party. But she's just too sick to go. She doesn't say that, but we all know that that is why she's not going. Thomas tells Vinny about this surprise birthday party for Zoe. And Vinny is really trying to convince Thomas to stop this crazy plan to get Hope back. But Thomas doesn't listen. He never listens. And Vinny is trying to be a good friend to him. So we all go down to the showroom to this surprise party. And Thomas plans to make Douglas upset so that then it will make Hope feel guilty that she's not with Thomas as a family. Like it's, it's, wow, like it's a difficult plan, but it's Thomas. So that's not shocking. There, we're at the party and Quinn sees right through Thomas. She, knows that his end game is hope but she doesn't say anything why do you know how mad eric's gonna be when he finds out that she knew wow carter again flirts with zoe at the party he really seems to like her and you know that i love carter love him i think that he should be with steffi or sally or like the list goes on and on there's tons of people that he could be with Vinny tries one more time to talk some sense into Thomas, but it doesn't work. And Thomas puts his big plan into motion. He starts giving this big flowery BS speech about how important Zoe is to him and how she's changed his life and made him a better person, etc., etc., Then he kisses her right in front of Douglas and Hope. And of course, Douglas is confused and he gets really upset because he doesn't want a new mommy and he doesn't understand exactly what is going on. 
And this is exactly what Thomas wants. So his plan is working. Meanwhile, upstairs, Brooke and Ridge are having the same argument that they've been having for like a year now. Okay? I refuse to write this argument down because you all know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, Brooke, Thomas is horrible. Ridge, let it go. He's changed, etc., etc. I want to be with you. No, I want to be with you. Shut up already. Okay? Just get back together and shut it. Ridge is in denial. And I feel really sorry for Brooke. Whether you like her or not, she's right about Thomas. So I totally get her frustration. Ridge is so hard-headed. Back downstairs at the party... Douglas is getting more and more upset because Thomas is all over Zoe and Vinny is watching all of this from the side and he's getting madder and madder because Thomas is really upsetting Douglas. Now Hope is getting mad that Thomas is being so inconsiderate when it comes to Douglas and she feels like they should make decisions together because they're a family and of course, of course. Thomas says, yeah, but we're not really a family. Typical manipulation, okay? Thomas's manipulation knows no bounds. Why? Like, I'm going to lose it, okay? Why would two very beautiful, very intelligent women, Hope and Steffi, allow themselves to constantly be manipulated by Thomas? Like, I can't. Thomas actually asked Hope if there's any way that they could be together like a real family. Seriously? Seriously? Back over at Spencer, Wyatt is spinning out like he's completely freaking out. And he wants to go see Sally immediately and talk to her. And Katie begs him not to tell Sally that he knows. He takes off and he goes to see Sally. And... Believe it or not, he doesn't tell her that he knows, but he does stress the fact that he is her friend and she can always count on him, even if they're not together. Whatever. Brooke stops by Spencer to talk to Liam and Bill about Thomas. She begs Liam to help her open Hope's eyes. She's convinced that Thomas is manipulating Hope again and she's right. Liam agrees. So he decides that it's time to change tactics because what they've been doing so far isn't working. So they need a new strategy and he takes off. Thomas, meanwhile, continues to use Douglas to manipulate Hope. And Hope, Hope is starting to make me angry because she's so forgiving that it's, she reminds me of my sister. My sister is so sweet and there's not a person on the earth that doesn't love my sister. But at the same time, she tends to get ran over and people tend to use her sweetness against her at times. And that is exactly what's going on with Hope. She wants desperately to believe that Thomas has changed for Douglas, but you can't. You can't forget about the past and what he's done. Because it's not like it was 10 years ago, right? It was a year ago. Wyatt goes to see Flo to tell her about Sally and Sally's condition. Like everyone else, 
Flo is shocked. And Wyatt is, he's a mess, honestly. He's really upset. Katie goes to see Sally and she tries to convince Sally that she really needs to fight. She begs her to fight. And it's so sad because Sally is basically giving up. She is like, I only have a month, right? Like, what's the point? What's the point of going to the doctor? What is the point? And Katie's like, because you can't give up. And I'm glad that Katie's there to help her because otherwise she would be completely alone. Brooke goes to see Hope. And once again, for the millionth time, she tries to open Hope's eyes about Thomas. And I just feel sorry for Brooke. Because she's like, what the F? How am I the only one who sees Thomas for what he is? Like, it's got to be really frustrating for her. Liam goes to Forrester to see Thomas. And he lets Thomas know that he's not fooling him. He's putting him on notice because he knows all of this Zoe stuff is just a way to try and manipulate Hope and get her back. Right here. This is why Thomas hates Liam and Brooke so much because they both see right through him and he can't stand it right because he can fool everyone else he does fool everyone else but he cannot fool Brooke and Liam of course Thomas denies it no he's not doing that Liam's crazy you know trying to make Liam seem like the bad guy but Liam puts him on notice and says I'm watching you, basically. And that is all the highlights for that week. So that brings us in to last week, Monday the 17th. The show opens at Forrester Creations in the executive office with Broken Ridge, and they are having their usual fight. Thomas sucks. No, he doesn't. He's changed, etc. I'm not writing it down again. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Now we head downstairs to the showroom with Liam and Thomas. Liam is warning Thomas about Hope. And Hope is eavesdropping. And she decides she's going to walk in to make sure it doesn't get too heated. Liam is convinced that Thomas is using Zoe as a pawn in his game. And Zoe overhears them talking. And then she walks in. She straight up asks Thomas if Liam is right. And of course, he gives her a flowery speech about how much he wants to be with her and how important she is to him, etc. Blah, blah, blah. And she buys it hook, line, and sinker. Of course she does. He knows how to put on the charm. Now we head over to Flo's apartment with Flo and Wyatt, and they are discussing Sally. They both feel horrible for her. Flo insists that Wyatt spend time with Sally and be there for her. She insists that she doesn't mind and that she completely understands and that she's completely okay with it. Wyatt is surprised that she is being so understanding. And he assures her that no matter what, he loves her and he wants to be with her and she's amazing. Really, the jury is still out for me. I can't decide what I think about Flo. Back at Forrester in the design office with Sally and Katie. Katie is pushing Sally to call the doctor. 
because she cannot give up. And Sally is being very stubborn. She wants to give up. She doesn't want to fight. And Katie tries to get through to her by telling her her story and all the things that she's been through. When she had her heart condition and when she was pregnant with Will and after she had him and how she pushed everyone away and now she really regrets it because it caused a lot of damage. And this time when she was having her kidney issues, she let everyone in and she let everyone be there for her. But Sally is very hard-headed and stubborn. And it's obvious that she's getting weaker and weaker. And she does need to go to the doctor. Across the hall in the executive office, Thomas overhears Brooke telling Ridge that she doesn't trust Thomas. And of course, he has to come in and defend himself. Brooke actually laid out his whole plan, almost word for word, that he told Vinny. And Thomas is such a good liar because he turns it all around to try to make Brooke seem like the crazy one. And of course, oh, this really upsets Ridge, the king of denial, because, you know, he can't believe she's talking so much crap about Thomas. Seriously? Seriously? He says, you don't understand how much it hurts me when you say things like this about my son. Really? She's just speaking the truth, sir. Okay? Back down in the showroom, Liam is trying to convince Hope that Thomas is lying and that she cannot trust him. And Hope quickly reminds him that it's not Thomas that's keeping them apart. It's his kiss with Steffi. If they only knew the truth. Then we have a mic drop moment. I loved it. It was amazing. Probably my favorite moment of the past four or five weeks. Hope says to Liam, finally, at least if I were with Thomas, I know for sure I wouldn't walk in on him kissing someone else. He would be completely committed to me. <coughs> it was amazing. It was like she punched him right in the gut. He was so shocked because she said that to him. Like, she actually made him cry. It is about time that someone told Liam what he needs to hear. Liam is actually speechless for a few seconds. He starts crying. He begs her not to let Thomas fool her again and to please tell him that she remembers what kind of a man Thomas is and all of the things he's done to them. And that's how Monday ends. So that brings us in to Tuesday the 18th. The show opens in the showroom, but we're going to start upstairs in the design office. Thomas and Zoe are kissing. And Douglas comes into the office and he asks Zoe what she's doing with his daddy. She's kind of um, put on the spot and she says, oh, we're friends, blah, 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 whatever. And she leaves. So Douglas is not happy that Thomas is spending so much time with Zoe. And he wants to know why he's not spending time with his mommy, Hope. 
And Thomas tells him, don't worry. Hope will come back to us eventually. He really shouldn't tell him that. This poor child is so confused. So Douglas tells Thomas that Zoe is nice, but he wants Thomas with hope. So of course, he wants his mommy and daddy together. All kids do. Douglas is like, look, just tell her you love her and buy her some chocolates. And I was like, oh my God, he's so cute. Could he get any cuter? So Thomas says, hey, you should tell Hope that we love her and we'd rather be with her. And Douglas is like, oh, I will. Don't you worry. I will tell her right now. And he takes off running to go find Hope. Vinny comes in the office to visit Thomas and he is not happy with him. He's upset. He wants to know what else Thomas has done lately and what he's up to. So Thomas admits to Vinny that he orchestrated the kiss between Steffi and Liam and Vinny is surprised. He tells Thomas that this is a big mistake, that he's obsessed and it's not good. Thomas says, look, I have a healthy obsession. Oh, wow. Are you kidding me? And he will use his son. He will push every one of Douglas's buttons until he gets hope back. And Vinny is like horrified. He's trying to be a good friend and explain that this is not the way to get hope back because it will backfire. But Thomas tells him not to worry because he knows exactly what he's doing. Now we head downstairs to the showroom with Liam and Hope and they are continuing their conversation. Liam tries really hard to remind Hope about what Thomas did to them. All those months they lost with Beth. But Hope is actually buying Thomas's I've changed routine. It is infuriating. She tells Liam, I don't want to fight, especially about Thomas. Okay? And she changes the subject and she tells him that she really misses him and their family, but she just can't get over the kiss. Over and over and over, he puts her through this pain and she's tired of it. And Liam, again, says, we'll talk about it, right? We can get through it. And he tries one more time to open her eyes about Thomas. He vows to expose Thomas one way or another, no matter what. He tells her that he's very sorry for the kiss and that he still wants to work it out. He still loves her and he still wants to marry her. And again, she tells Liam that she will not give Douglas up because she is his mother now. And he's like, I don't want you to abandon him or give him up. But I want you to realize he has other family that can help. And he just basically says, I know that we can work this out. And then Douglas runs into the room and tells Hope he's very upset about Zoe and Thomas. And Liam leaves so that she can talk to him. Douglas tells Hope that he wants her to be with his daddy, not Zoe. And he doesn't want to lose her. He's scared that Thomas being with Zoe means that Hope won't be his mom anymore. Poor guy, he's so confused. And then he tells her that Thomas really loves her and wants to be with her. And of course, Thomas is eavesdropping. And he's so happy because his plan is working. 
and hope assures douglas that she will be his mom no matter what happens back upstairs in the executive office liam stops by to see zoe and he tries to talk to her about thomas he tells her that thomas is using her and she's just a pawn in his plan in his whole game but of course zoe doesn't believe him she's sure that thomas's feelings are real wow and that's how tuesday ends so that brings us to wednesday hump day the show opens at steffi's house with ridge and steffi ridge tells steffi about thomas's special dinner plans tonight at eric's house and steffi is suspicious she wants to know what is thomas up to now of course ridge gets all upset and he defends thomas with the same he's changed speech and every time i think y'all are good then you're not good again and blah 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 steffi knows the truth but she can't say anything see that's the problem now we head over to forrester with zoe and liam liam begs zoe to open her eyes and see thomas for what he is he's putting on an act it's a grand show for everyone and zoe says that liam can't be objective because of his hatred for thomas that's partly true but liam is telling the truth and he's right and i really hope when the truth comes out that liam and brooke tell everyone i told you so i hope they get t-shirts printed with i told you so i hope they do an i told you so like parade because they have been trying to warn everyone for a year now and no one listens zoe completely disagrees with liam she is convinced that thomas's feelings for her are real so liam leaves and he heads to steffi's Back at Steffi's, Ridge and Steffi are chit-chatting and Liam comes in with Beth. And he basically irritates the crap out of Ridge. Once he hears about Thomas's dinner party, he invites himself and he comments that he's interested in everything Thomas is planning which just really grates Ridge's nerves, and I loved it. He was clearly annoying him, and it was awesome. So Ridge leaves, and they start discussing the kiss. Steffi clearly feels guilty, and Liam tells her, look, it's not like it was malicious. You didn't know Hope was standing there watching. Right. Sure she didn't. Sure. So the more he lets her off the hook, the worse she feels. So they put the girls down for a nap and they start discussing hope and they're just talking. And Liam says to her face, he loves hope. And basically he's going to out Thomas no matter what. And Steffi realizes that Liam really loves hope and that he chose her and that he wants to save her and that it's always been that way and she tells him that she will never understand why hope won't say yes to his proposal i can answer that question hate thomas all you want okay but it is unfair 
for Liam to ask Hope to give Douglas up. She is already his mother now, and that is not a fair thing to ask of her. By the way, I don't understand. After today's episode, Wednesday's episode, I do not understand how anyone who is a diehard Steffi fan would want her or could want her with Liam. He said to her face, he loves Hope, he picks Hope, he's always going to pick Hope, he has to save her, he will save her. Like, how, really? Why would you want Steffi with Liam? She is his second choice. Argue all you want. It came right out of his own mouth. I want better for Steffi. I want Steffi with someone who would be devoted only to her, like, I don't know, Carter? Now we head back to Forrester in the showroom with Hope and Douglas. Thomas is eavesdropping through a crack in the clothes rack. And I apologize, but I don't have a sound effect for a crack in the clothes rack. Sorry, guys. Douglas tells Hope that he wants her with his daddy. And Thomas is just grinning like you wouldn't believe. He just loves it. He walks in and he plays along, right? And he tells Douglas his relationship with Zoe is a good thing, etc. Guys, say what you will about Thomas. Hate Thomas. But you have to admit, Matthew Atkinson is such a good actor he is killing this role like sometimes for a split second I even start falling for his charm and I'm like what am I doing what am I doing he is evil so he's explaining to Douglas that all this is going to be good for them because Hope doesn't want to be with him and they already tried that and Zoe's going to be really good for them etc and he puts on the performance of his life in front of Hope. It was really amazing. He said all the right things. He has to move on and he can't keep pursuing Hope. And it was amazing, honestly. He just really put on the charm. And then he secretly texts Zoe to come down so they can all talk. He tells them, everyone... About his big family dinner plans tonight, right? And he invites Hope and Douglas and, of course, Zoe. And he seems really excited. And he says, oh, it's going to be great. Just wait. Y'all are going to love it. And that's how Wednesday ends. So that brings us into Thursday the 20th. And the next three days, Thursday, Friday, and Monday, were quite difficult. Because everyone is at Eric's. And so we're all in the same house so it's bouncing back and forth between conversations between people around the room and it was kind of hard to do notes but I did my best so hopefully it's not too hard to follow the show opens at Steffi's house with Liam and Steffi and they're getting ready to go to Thomas's big dinner party at Eric's I don't get it guys Steffi keeps defending Thomas when she knows Liam is right so Liam's going on and on, as he does, about how he just don't buy it. He doesn't buy the relationship. He doesn't buy it. And Steffi keeps defending Thomas, which is infuriating. 
Do you know how mad Liam is going to be when he finds out that she knew this whole time that all of this is fake? He's going to be so devastated and he's going to be livid. I honestly don't know if Liam Liam will be able to forgive Steffi this time. If he does, it will take a long time. Because remember the Bell incident, right? That took a really long time for him to get over. You know what? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What am I saying? It's Liam. Of course he'll forgive her eventually. I don't know what I'm thinking. Liam and Hope always forgive everyone. But Steffi is really pushing it this time. Liam sees right through Thomas and Steffi is trying to get him to give Thomas a chance. And I'm like, what the F? I mean, I just can't. I can't. So we learn that Donna is babysitting Beth and Amelia the nanny is back to watch Kelly. Amelia admits to Steffi and Liam that she always had a crush on Thomas and Liam tells her to steer clear Thomas is trouble and Steffi is getting annoyed, which I don't understand why, because she knows good and damn well he's telling the truth. Now we head over to Eric's and Brooke arrives to the party and she lets Quinn, Eric and Ridge know that she doesn't trust Thomas or this little relationship with Zoe. Meanwhile, upstairs, Hope is with Thomas getting Douglas ready for the party Of course, he doesn't want Zoe there. Big surprise. They try to comfort him, but little Douglas is being very hard-headed. I'm going to be honest. He's being stubborn, but little kids are stubborn. And he is really making Hope feel guilty. So Thomas goes downstairs and Hope reassures Douglas that she's his mommy no matter what. Back downstairs, Zoe arrives to the party and Quinn and Eric welcome her in and they're super nice to her. And Thomas comes down the stairs and Zoe tells him that she really appreciates all of this that he's doing for her. And Thomas kisses her and of course, Hope and Douglas just happen to be coming down the stairs at that exact moment. Wow, what a coincidence, right? Wow. Thomas, of course, is going on and on and on about how great Zoe is and how lucky he is. You can tell that Liam and Brooke are just not buying it at all. And it's obviously upsetting Douglas. Hope is trying to cheer Douglas up. And Zoe comes over and she's trying to make friends with him. But he's just very unhappy about all of this. And she says, look, you know, I'll bring you to the museum and we'll get ice cream. And she, she's really trying. I mean, I have to say Zoe is trying. Brooke pulls Hope aside to check in with her and, of course, to tell her not to trust Thomas. And as usual, Hope doesn't listen and she gets called away by Douglas. Then Thomas decides to antagonize Brooke and he walks over to over to her and he offers her a drink rude and she's like seriously you know that I don't drink so they start to get into it because Brooke sees what's going on and Ridge swoops in to defuse the situation not here right we're not doing this so Thomas is really laying it on 
So Thomas is really laying it on thick. He is really, really putting on a show. And he kisses Zoe again. And the more he kisses her, the more he's triggering Douglas, the more upset he's getting. Hope is acting weird because I think she's getting really angry. I'm not sure if she's jealous, but she's definitely mad because he's not listening listening to her when it comes to Zoe. She wants him to slow down and talk to Douglas before he makes these like life-changing decisions and doing all these things in front of him. So we come back from commercial and dinner is over and Quinn gives Thomas a heads up to dial it back a little so people don't think he's putting on a show. So not only does she know what's going on, but she's giving him advice now to help him. Eric is going to lose his mind when the truth comes out. I cannot wait. I cannot wait because then... Crazy Quinn will come back, which I love Crazy Quinn. Steffi comes over and she asks Thomas, what's up? Because she knows that he's up to something. And he tells her, you're going to love this. It's to make dreams come true. I'm sorry. I cracked up at that. Really? Really? So across the room, Brooke and Ridge have a moment. And it's so obvious that these two want to be with each other. And they're infuriating. Absolutely infuriating. Liam walks up to Hope and Douglas. And he tries to cheer Douglas up with some corny jokes. But Douglas is too upset. He's just too upset. And Liam tries to warn Hope that Thomas is doing all of this to get, to get her to give up. And give in and be with him for Douglas's sake. And she, you can see in her face that she knows Liam is right. She doesn't say it, but you can tell that she knows Liam is probably right. Thomas decides to make this grand speech in front of everyone to Zoe that he's so thankful. She's so smart. She's so elegant. She's so wonderful. She's his future and his happiness. And, very shockingly, he proposes to her. Everyone there is stunned, including Zoe. And that's how Thursday ends. So that brings us in to Friday the 21st. The show opens at Eric's. Zoe is stunned by Thomas's proposal. She's overwhelmed. She tells him that she can't say yes until he says that he loves her. This is so weird, right? Everyone is shocked and uncomfortable. And of course, Thomas plays it off. He's so good at charming people. He says, of course I love you, Zoe. And... Oh, she loves him too. Really? This is crazy. He's He really is putting on a great show though. Brooke sees Thomas watching Hope and Douglas run up the stairs. And she knows what he's doing. Everyone else starts chit-chatting and congratulating them and taking photos. Across the room, Liam and Brooke are steaming. 
because they know all of this is just a show to get to hope. And Zoe sees them whispering and she panics a little and she's worried about Steffi posting engagement pictures because then everyone will know. Bingo, guys. Now we see in her gut, she knows Brooke and Liam are right. She knows in her gut that this is not right and that he does not love her. But she's going to ignore it. Because who doesn't want to be a rich, famous forester, right? So, as usual, Thomas reassures her that everything is fine, not to worry, etc. It's hard to watch this charade when we just saw him tell Vinny that he wants to be with Hope. And Zoe will get over it. Brooke and Liam confront Thomas about using Douglas and Zoe for his own purposes and how it's disgusting that he's willing to hurt his son over and over and over. Of course, Thomas denies it. He thinks they're crazy. Meanwhile, upstairs, Douglas is so angry at Thomas because he doesn't want another mom. He already has one. Two, actually. Douglas wants Thomas with hope. And Hope really tries to comfort him and reassure him that she has custody, like legal custody. So that means she's his mom forever. But he's scared he's going to lose her if Thomas marries Zoe. And of course, Hope feels so bad and so guilty, exactly what Thomas wants. Back downstairs, Brooke tries to give Zoe some good advice about Thomas. She tells her to run run as fast as she can because she needs to wake up but Zoe is not hearing it and of course she defends Thomas oh no you're wrong etc across the room Eric and Ridge question Thomas and they want to know why he is in such a hurry to get married even they think that this is very odd they both want to know what is the real reason for this proposal Thomas gives his usual speech about how much he's in love with Zoe and how this is real and he's changed and he's over hope and they seem to buy it, which is ridiculous. Liam tries to convince Steffi that this is all fake. How could she not see that? And it starts annoying her. And yeah, of course it's annoying her because she knows it's true. Thomas goes upstairs to check on Hope and Douglas, and he listens to Douglas beg Hope to marry his daddy. And of course, this is exactly what he wanted. To upset Douglas to the point where he guilts Hope. Exactly what he wants. So he's so happy. And that's how Friday ends. So that brings us in to Monday. This Monday... The 24th, the show opens at Eric's house downstairs. Eric and Quinn open some champagne to celebrate. Liam and Steffi went home already because they had to relieve the babysitter. Brooke starts to question Zoe about why she said yes. And she tells them she wouldn't have if Thomas didn't say I love you. And Brooke tells her that she will have to try really hard with Douglas because she's going to be his stepmother. And she says that she will. 
that she wants to get close to him. Upstairs, Douglas is really upset. He wants to know who Thomas wants to marry more, Hope or Zoe. Hope tells him that she can't marry Thomas again. It did not work the first time. And they, it's just not going to happen. And Thomas tries to tell him that it will all be okay not to worry. Hope is really pissed. And she tries to tell Thomas that he needs to talk to Douglas about things before he just does them. Like he can't just spring things on him. He's little. He gets confused. Why is he doing this? Really, Hope? Really? He gives her his, I've changed and I'm moving on speech. You're not an option, so I'm moving on. And I can't tell if she's buying it or not. I'm not sure, honestly. I don't know if she's buying it or not. I think she might be buying it a little, but I'm not sure. So Thomas asked her, to put Douglas to bed for him so he can enjoy his night with Zoe. And she agrees. Back downstairs, Eric and Quinn decide to go to bed. So they go up to their room. Zoe gets a text from Thomas to meet him upstairs. And Ridge looks at Brooke and says, see, all is well. Really? Brooke tries to tell Ridge that this whole thing is weird. And believe it or not, he actually agrees that... All of this is a little weird. But he defends Thomas as usual. It may be weird, but at least he's forgetting about hope, right? That's funny, Ridge. That's hilarious. That shows how much you know your son. Brooke tells Ridge that if Thomas goes through with the wedding, then she will believe him and she will even forgive him or try to forgive him for Ridge. But she doesn't think it will happen. Now we head back upstairs to Thomas's bedroom. And he's talking to Vinny on the phone, telling him all about the proposal while lighting candles for Zoe to make it romantic. Vinny, of course, is upset that Thomas actually went through with this craziness. And Vinny is starting to really worry about Douglas. I've been wondering lately... There must be a reason they have Vinny on here, right? I'm hoping, so much hoping, that Vinny ends up being the whistleblower because he knows everything. That would be awesome. Zoe comes in to the room and Thomas tells her that he's absolutely sure about being with her. So they start to get intimate and it's getting hot and heavy. And they are making out and... Things are getting really heated and they're making a lot of noise and Hope can hear them in Douglas's room and this really makes her mad. So she marches over to Thomas's room, walks in, she doesn't even knock, she walks in and she says, what the hell are you doing? They are shocked that she did that for one. They're both shocked that she just walked in. And she's like, you're being too loud. Douglas is literally next door and I can hear you guys. And they're like, oh crap, you know, but come on. You know Thomas was doing that on purpose. And now Hope's mad. So she looks at Zoe and she's like, do you really want to be with someone who is in love with someone else? Damn. So basically, Hope and Zoe put Thomas on the hot seat. And he admits 
that he loves both of them. And he tells Zoe that hope is not an option. So he's moving on with her. And she's like, wait a minute. So I'm your second choice? And he's like, oh, no, 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 no. And, and you know, then he's like, it's not like that. And he gives this flowery, charming speech he always gives. So Zoe goes to freshen up. And Hope asks Thomas, why is he in such a rush? Why can he not just slow down a little and go at Douglas's pace? All of this is hurting Douglas. And then he again tells her basically, look, I'm not going to wait around. He'll get over it. I'm moving on. And I really think this time that Hope is, is starting to see through him a little bit. She looks at him like she's not really buying his speech. Zoe comes back into the room and Hope tells them to continue their celebration quietly. Then Thomas grabs Zoe and they start kissing. Hope leaves the room. She shuts the door. And the look on her face bothered me. Because I'm not sure really what the heck she's thinking or feeling. Is it jealousy, frustration, confusion, anger? I'm not sure. She definitely was annoyed. But I can't tell what's going on in her head. Maybe Thomas has actually gotten to her. I hope not. But it's a possibility. She's definitely mad though. Because he's not listening to her about how to handle Douglas. And that is how Monday ends. It is a lot of content, I know. And I'm very curious to what you guys think. So that brings us to the end of our recap. And you know what that means. It's time to analyze this so I can bitch and complain. Don't worry, I'll make this short. Let's talk about Quinn first. She is ruthless. Spiking Brooks' drink was, wow, that was like beyond. I was surprised. She does not play at all. She also has zero sympathy for Sally. I just don't get why she hates Sally so much. I just don't get it. Sally has never done really anything to Wyatt to make her like hate her. I don't get it. Having said that, Quinn can be evil, but I actually love her. I love crazy Quinn. She's so interesting to watch. And that's why it makes me sad because this is really going to come back to bite her because she knows Thomas is still obsessed with Hope. She knows it and she knows that he's planning these things out. She sees through him. She knows. And she has not said one word to Eric or anyone in the family or to Hope. And when Eric finds out, she's really going to regret that she didn't say anything. And I love Eric, and I really don't want him hurt. It sucks because you know he's going to get hurt. Thomas is so good at what he does. 
it's just amazing because his diabolical plan, right? The effect it's going to have. He's going to hurt everyone. Like so many people are going to be hurt by him. Like directly and indirectly. It's crazy. Let's talk about Ridge and Brooke. These two are so frustrating. Just get back together already. Ridge is in complete denial about Thomas. Ridge is probably going to lose it when the truth comes out. He's going to be devastated and embarrassed and he's going to be sorry for all the things he said to Brooke and for what he did with Shauna too because Brooke was right all along. And I do have to say that I love this war between Brooke and Quinn. It is hilarious. Now let's talk about Steffi. I'm furious with Steffi right now. All we hear about is how important her friendship is with Liam. How much she loves Liam. How much she respects him. What on earth is she thinking Liam is going to be furious. Their friendship is going to be so badly damaged. You guys know how much Liam hates lying and manipulating. And then he's going to be even more angry because she was taking up for Thomas and trying to convince him to give Thomas a chance when she knew the whole time what he was doing. Guys, the fallout from all of this is going to be crazy. I can't wait. Let's talk about Flo for a second. They are really trying to make us like Flo. They are trying to make us just fall in love with Flo. Now she's like Saint Flo, who is sacrificing her love with Wyatt for Sally. And is it, is this real? I don't know. I don't know what I think about Flo still. I'm on the fence. I don't hate her or dislike her, but I also don't know if I buy it. I just don't know yet. I'm still trying to figure that out. I can see that she loves Wyatt and Wyatt loves her. Okay, I get it. Fine. But I feel really bad for Sally. This whole situation is going to be bad. Because Sally is going to get cured, at least I hope. Like, I got my fingers crossed that Sally's going to get cured, right? And then Wyatt is going to be with her because he thinks she's going to die in a month. So he's going to be with her. And then she's going to end up surviving. And he's going to be caught in the middle between these two. And then he's going to be confused. And he's going to be waffling. And I just have a feeling that this is going to be a bad situation. And probably Sally is going to get hurt again. And that sucks. But maybe she can get with Carter. Let's talk about Hope for a second. I really don't know what Hope is thinking. I don't know what's going on in her head. Because I can't tell. Is she really mad? Is she jealous? Is she starting to like him? Like what is happening? And I think she's confused. So we're confused. I'm a little worried that Thomas might actually be tricking her. It might actually be working. 
And that is scary. Honestly, if she is falling for his charms, a part of me actually totally gets that. I mean, look at him, right? He's so hot and he's very charming. But you would think after all the stuff he's done to her, she would be like, no, it's not going to happen. Now let's talk about Liam. Truly, I want to punch Liam right in the face. Okay, what is he doing? Oh my goodness. Why is he not using his brain? Like, do something that will actually get evidence so that everyone will believe you. Like, what are you thinking? You love Hope. You said right to Steffi's face that you're going to fight for her. All right, cool. You're going to do it. Then do something. Record Thomas. Okay? I mean, really? Or go to his friends. Like, think, Liam. He's so infuriating sometimes. Like, he really is. I'm also infuriated that he keeps messing with Steffi's head. And Hope's head, for that matter. It's ridiculous. Like, pick a lane, dude. Because one minute, he is kissing Steffi. Then the next minute, he's telling her... He's in love with Hope. He picked Hope and he's going to fight for her. He's going to save her. It's like, dude, you are so ridiculous. I can't with Liam right now. Like, I literally can't. Last but not least, let's talk about Thomas and Zoe for a second. What in the hell? That proposal was so weird. It was the craziest proposal like it was so uncomfortable everyone was uncomfortable it was so strange she had to ask him to say I love you to her for the first time in front of everyone I was like oh my gosh this is crazy like even I can see that this is ridiculous so hope being confused about it is also ridiculous. Thomas is such a good actor. He just has everyone who matters to him fooled, except Steffi, of course. She knows. And I kind of feel sorry for Zoe. A part of me feels sorry for her. But another part of me is like, you know what? Karma is a bitch. I think that Thomas and Zoe are a perfect couple. At the dinner party, Brooke called them partners in crime. And I thought that was very fitting for this couple. I'm not sure how the truth is going to come out. But I just feel like Zoe knows deep down Liam and Brooke are right. Let's hope she wises up. But who knows? She probably won't. It'll probably be Vinny. At least I hope maybe it'll be Vinny. I don't know, but I want the truth to come out. I'm really curious who you guys think will be the hero who exposes the truth. That is our new question. I will post it on all my socials or you can shoot me an email. My address is Amanda at thebolandbeautifulpodcast.com. Thank you so much for listening and for being patient. I'll be back in your ears in two weeks.
Until then, bye guys.